0: Welcome to the Chimney and Fireplace Success Network, a weekly broadcast sponsored by CVC Coaching, hosted each week by industry speaker, coach, author, and educator, Jerry Eisenhower. Our presentations are produced to assist business owners and managers in turning their business dreams into their business realities. And now, here's your host, Jerry Eisenhower. Hey, and welcome once again to the Chimney and Fireplace Success Network. Sponsored each week by CBC Coaching, and it's such an honor and a pleasure to have you join me once again. So, what have we got on tap this week? You know, I recently released a book in collaboration with two of my networking partners. The title of the book is Blue Collar Marketing, From Startup to Success. And today, I'm going to have on my show my two co-authors, that we collaborated together with this. And my, uh, my co-authors are none other than Taylor Hill and Carter Harkins of the Blue Collar Proud Show and also the great guys at Spark Marketer. Helps a lot of guys build their marketing going to the next level. So welcome today with me. Here's Carter Harkins and he's going to take away and he's going to be conducting this and running into it from here.
1: So, hey, Jerry, how you doing? Brother Carter, I am doing great.
0: We're about to freeze out here because it's cold right now. I know. And I was in Texas
1: last week, and it was cold there. But, hey, they're calling 60 degrees full long. Yeah, I know. It's crazy all over the country. But, you know, it's, it's, there's business to be done anyway, right? So you just got to uh, put on the layers and get out there and get it done. That's it or if you get snowed in it's a great time to do training.
0: It's a great time to work on your business So don't give up on it. Take advantage of this time guys. That's
1: good advice. Mm -hmm. Well, hey, man I'm excited because we got to write a book with you and the three of us me Taylor and you and and, uh, Just you I thought this would be a great opportunity to just talk a little bit about the book and why we decided we wanted to write this together and, you know, what the real needs are in blue collar industries. And and, uh, so maybe we can just, you know, start there, talk a little bit about why. I mean, this was a book idea you came to us with and said, hey, would you guys be interested in writing this marketing book with me? So talk a little bit about why you decided that was something you wanted to do, Jerry. Well,
0: you know, guys, I've known you for years, you've known me, and I think our number one overriding mission in our businesses is to help people. And what I saw from observing the industries I work in and the people I work with and watching others I don't work with is they don't really understand how to market. It's like a lot of times I'll see somebody ask the question, well, should I market on Facebook? Well, you got to market with the right message. And the other thing is that the marketing rhyme with the size of the business. So my thought process was, okay, we can put our expertise together, me with what I see in the field and what you guys know, because y'all know more about marketing than I do. But if we take what you know and what I know and we roll it into this blue-collar marketing book that we've all participated in, then other people could... Benefit from it. And you know my belief in books. I've wrote five books in the last year and I've got my six already in process It's at the editors right now, but what I'm trying to do is give specialized Manuals for all segments of a business and then what I'm trying to do is find expertise from others And then we can all work together and share because when you take it if it's a collaborative work of myself you and Taylor But one thing is, we all have definite opinions. And that was what we did in the book, is we debated ideas somewhat and what will work. And we all looked at each other's strengths. And when you look and you put it all together, even in the book, Taylor was able to bring out his financial background and how it applied to marketing. And we were able to take the systems that I work with how does it apply to marketing? And Carter, your design things and the thought processes you have because of the three of us, you're probably the deepest thinker. Sometimes does all that make sense to you, brother?
1: Yeah, and we're, I definitely want to talk about the the actual parts of the book and the way that that uh, you know we structured it to to allow people to get the most value for where they are in their business. You know, when they start reading the book, so we we broke it up into three sections three segments and we start with those businesses that are just at the beginning who are thinking about you know they're, they're kind of in startup mode they're starting from scratch maybe they're a, an owner operator and they've been in business for a long time but they've never really you know paid attention to what they need to do to market they've just been able to to get a lot of good things done uh, just through referrals and, and things like that they've grown their business more organically that way Um, So we wanted to talk to that person first, and then we wanted to talk to the person who's grown the business a little bit. Maybe they got two or three trucks on the road. Things are, are, you know, humming along. They've got a real company now. They're still in the business and working inside the business, but they're starting to think about big picture and how to grow. And we wanted to talk to that person about the things that they needed to be focused on, the things that are most important for them at their, where they are at that moment. And then we wanted to talk to the bigger businesses, the guys who are running five to, you know, plus trucks and and they're thinking about how to grab more market share, how to increase their visibility, how to use their brand to stand apart in the the market and to really capture the opportunities that exist for them wherever they do business. So uh, we've got, you know, kind of small, medium, large, if you will, different stages of business where uh, we wanted to address and really bring out the good stuff.
0: Yeah, and you know, it was really interesting, and a lot of people may not wonder about this. Probably the biggest thought process where we disagreed was on the cover. Would you agree? <laughs> yeah, the content was easy. <laughs> yeah. The content was the easiest part, because when you write a book, what you do, you contract out, and you get all these concepts in. Well, Carter liked one concept. So it's kind of like we had this thing to, you know, we all wanted to agree. But there were times that, well, if two of us felt that's what needed to be, the third one would go in. But you had picked out, and, and to be
1: honest, it wasn't the cover we went with, was it? Well, the, the one that I fell in love with was the one that appealed to me the most, and I had a blind spot. I mean, this is important for people to understand. Sometimes when you're the business owner, you can't see the picture when you're in the frame. And I was too close to it. I saw what I saw. I saw what I liked because I'm a marketer, and it was a more sophisticated cover that appealed to, you know, marketing types because I read a lot of those marketing books, and this cover kind of looked like that. But I got to talking to somebody in the office, Tom Smoda. He's our operations manager, and he said, "You know, this actually." No, I'm sorry, it wasn't Tom. It was Christian, Christian our our lead account manager, uh, Christian Rodriguez, and he said, uh, "You know." I like that cover, but I think it appeals to marketing people, not to blue-collar business owners. And I think we need to choose a different, um, you know, I like this other one because it's more, I think it appeals visually more to the people that you actually wrote the book for. And it was like somebody hit me with a two-by-four and I went, oh my gosh, you're right. I've been blind to that. I didn't realize that's what I was doing, but you're absolutely right. I need to think, I need to step out of my shoes and into the shoes of the person I wrote it for, and I think that's one of the big lessons of marketing for any business owner is to quit thinking about your business the way you, the owner, think about your business, and step into the shoes of your customer and think about your business from their perspective. See your business the way your customer sees your business. That was a huge uh, takeaway for me. I forgot that. <laughs> it, it was. It was actually the cover was more heavily discussed than the content than the content was do you agree yeah absolutely I, I i do agree and you know one of the big big themes that emerged in this um uh, and and i think one of the the central takeaways is how much marketing really depends on knowing your numbers and that's a great i want to shift the discussion here a minute and get taylor involved in this because Taylor is the person who, you know, he preaches this in our business. He tells our clients this. If you're not tracking marketing results in your business, then you really don't know anything about how successful your marketing really is. And so we spent a large part of the book in various places talking about the importance of knowing your numbers. So, Taylor, talk a little bit about that.
2: Well, the the thing I like the way we broke it down is if you're small, um, you know, we had a guest on our, our show, Christian Devlin, Uh, not too long ago on our podcast that uh, had this statement, you know, nail it and then scale it. And I thought, you know, it's really a good time when you're small, if you can get into the habit of tracking all your marketing. And a lot of people put all of their marketing in one bucket, and it's called the big old marketing bucket. And so it's, everything goes in there. I mean, it's amazing. I've talked to people, their website goes in there, their truck wrap goes in there, their uniforms go in there, their, you know, all that stuff goes in there. But when you say, well, how's each one of those things performing? they don't know the answer to that because they put it all in this bucket and they they account for the expense part of it. But it really isn't, you know, there's some things in marketing that are expenses and other things in marketing that are investments. So anytime you make an investment, you wanna see how that investment performs, right? Makes sense. So you got to kind of look at those numbers. There are certain things, you know, uniforms you have to have, truck truck wrap you have to have, uh, cards you need to have. And, yeah, those are expensive. But when you start looking at... Uh, websites, you start looking at direct mail, you start looking at anything that I call um, uh, lead generation which can be uh, from Facebook ads, it's really your ads Facebook, Google, whatever your ads are to track those individually so as you grow, if you get in, in the habit of Making sure all these things are tracked then you can actually back in to getting more business And that means you you know what performs so when you know what performs better You just up the spin and then you know and that works and and I'm amazed at how many people do not do this And so I really love the fact that we start with a little guy and I think it's it's really important that when you're small if you get good habits and start learning then then as you grow you keep those habits that you've got and so you can really scale to to a, an amazing level so that, well, that would be what I would say
0: yeah and you know Taylor one of the things is one of the things that I try to do as a coach is this is kind of like where I start out with someone and if you are to this I would ask you this question I want you to look at a blank wall and paint a picture of your business in three years and in five years, and what do you see? What do you visualize? And my intent in this book was for that startup guy to be able to get this book, and he's just starting out, and it's like, how's he gonna start? Then he can actually look at this and say, okay, my long-term marketing plan, when I get to level X or level Z in my plan, Here's what I'm going to start picking up more and more. Because as the growth grows, that's going to give him a much larger marketing budget. Because we talked about television. We talked about all kinds of ways to do your marketing from all levels of business. But see, You guys have an advantage, and that's where a lot of the blue-collar guys don't, is you have the time to stop and strategize. And see, that's a lot of people plan their marketing from a uh, reactionary. Oh, God, it's January. Things are going to change. Or spring's here. What am I going to do? So I think part of our plan was that you guys look at this from a long term planning stage to make a strategic marketing plan. And we even tried to gaze into our crystal balls of what's going to happen down the road with Google Home, Home Advisor. Angie's List, Amazon, and all the various competitors for your business so you're ready to react as the business and as the technology changes because it's changing rapidly.
2: Oh, yeah. In fact, I'll give you an example. Google Home Services, about the time that this thing got uh, launched in Amazon on, I believe, the 31st of December, if I'm not mistaken, uh, has now changed to Google Local Services. So every yeah it they change names like most people change their pants every morning. It's kind of crazy. So and and it goes it, yeah there's a lot of changes. I mean I I mean it's ridiculous. How many things change in marketing today because it can it's very fluid. And that's why it's very difficult when when you are trying to grow when you have marketing that you don't have help. Because it changes so much. About the time you get one thing locked in, it can change. Yeah. And I'm not saying it will, but it can. But those
1: are, those are, you know, and Jerry, you just mentioned this, you know, reacting to what's going on in your world and in your business and being reactive instead of having a strategy or a system in place. All of those things like Google Home Services mm-hmm. or whatever they're now calling themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and Angie's List and Home Advisor, et cetera, all of those are just, Tactics, they're strategies for, you know, growing leads and and getting more people in your pipeline. But if you're a business owner and you're addicted to those things and you don't have a real system in place for marketing in your business, then those strategies are going to abandon you because they do shift so quickly, and you're going to be left with big holes in your business where you used to get business and now you don't because those strategies have shifted and left you, you know, high and dry. So. Jerry, talk for a minute. I mean, you're the systems guy. You talk a lot about uh, standard operating procedures and making sure that you have codified, you know, those things in your business that you rely on over and over and over again. And you can't really have a discussion about marketing without talking about systems, can you?
0: You cannot, because you've got to have a system. It's like, I think that so much business is lost because we don't have a system to funnel the customer. One of the big things, if you looked at, and we don't hear it in our industry, but you guys know it and I know it, which is called the click funnel. Well, in a way, that's what your customer is. And what the click funnel is, is how do you funnel a prospect to the point of being a customer? And then how do you funnel it further into being a salesperson for you with their reviews. And these are all part of the systems where you've got to know how to react and how to move to that next level. It's amazing how much work is lost simply because people don't have a proper follow-up to the contact. So the best marketing in the world is worthless unless you're prepared for it to cycle through that funnel and that takes the systems. When you give a quote, part of your marketing is, how, how are you going to follow up that quote? How often? Because you have to ask people to buy more than once. Part of your marketing is, how are you gonna get what we call reviews, but in the coaching world, we call them testimonials. How are you going to get those? And you gotta have a system to where everything is automatic. And if you don't have a system, then it crashes. So systems throughout the business, the the business should operate. If your systems are working, you're basically, your business becomes seamless and that gives you more time to work on the business. And that's a classic issue with many of the people who are listening to our podcast. We don't have the time to stop back and do things like right now It's the first of the year we're doing a lot of SWOT analysis. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Because what you got right now is the perfect time to set it forward. And even in your marketing, you can do a SWOT just on your marketing plan. What is the strengths? What's the weaknesses? What's your opportunities? Who are you touching? But you gotta have the system to follow this all up. The system is what cements it all together and makes it flow through that funnel. And like I said, click funnels are a big thing in the world of marketing today on a national level. You guys that are listening to this, a click funnel, you'll see somebody say, hey, click here. And when you click there, it's about a special deal. Then it says, click here and click here. And they're going, that's called a click funnel. So, but taking the same thing with your customer, your customer is clicking when they hit your website, when they look at your Facebook page, when they see your direct mail, but then often they call and here's a problem. It's 5.30 in the afternoon. Is someone taking that call? Well, here's your problem. Amazon is. So this is what we've got to figure out how to do it better, how to do it faster, how to do it friendlier. And it's all part of your systems, guys.
1: Well, you know, when you talk about better, faster, friendlier, now you're talking about things like customer service. You're talking about the way that your employees interact. And, and I want to make sure that we have a conversation about culture and how important that is to the way that your business works. And so tell me a little bit about, no, actually, Taylor, I want you to tell me what, in terms of culture, in terms of the people behind the marketing systems, how, how, how do, how, I mean, it's, you can't market your business well these days without talking about culture. So tell us a little bit about how important culture is to the marketing objectives of a business.
2: Well, culture is one of your systems and a lot of people don't understand that. I mean, you have to have a really good culture in your business to set your business up as what you say it is. In other words, here's one of the biggest mistakes that I see people making. They, they come to any marketing company, and they say, you know, I need a website, I need this, I need that, and then you do the discovery, and what they tell you is all this stuff, and you set them up, and they look like a 20-truck company online. And come to find out, they're running one truck, it's just them, and they are nothing like what they've told you they are. And so you have this disconnect between what you're telling people you are and what they see when you show up at the door. So culture is part of that. You have to have a culture all the way through your business, and if it's not something that is intentional, that you work on, that you actually do together with your people, you can't come from Moses on the you know on high with the tablets on culture and tell people this is what you're going to do, going to be and do, because people bring themselves to work. You've got to hire for your culture. Your culture should be what you fire from I mean it's it is about your your business and establishing a really good business. And here's the other thing about systems. I just want to throw this in here. A lot of people don't understand that marketing and lead gen and sales are three different things, okay? Now, marketing a lot of times encompasses those things but lead gen and advertising are really more in line to in line with each other than are anything else so the things that happen and change are the tactics and strategies there are no silver bullets of tactics and strategies available to anybody every markets different every industry is different you know what may work in on enter on the internet online through the click funnels even though and I'm not arguing with you Jerry that it acts like a click funnel but you're not gonna do that kind of same thing as a service business most likely you could it's a different story, and I'm not going to get into it, but there's a lot of things to that that you just have to understand that the, the silver bullet is your systems, and this is what people don't realize. Getting all those systems working together, the, that's your silver bullet in a business from start to finish, you know, there there's not a tactic that's going that you can pull out from anywhere that's going to change your business so much that it's going to overcome bad systems.
1: And
0: so, can, Taylor, can I ask a question? Sure. You remember, you remember a couple of years ago when we first got to know each other, and you guys listened to a couple of my seminars. You came to some classes I was doing, or we were at the same place. Tell people what's you know just getting into doing your morning meetings and what systems did for smart marketer?
2: Well, it, it totally changed our business. In fact, one of the the very first things that, that we did is we told each other and we're really good as business owners about lying to ourselves about we, what we need and what we don't need based on what we really want to do and what we don't want to do. So the first six months after that, we spent uh, uh, a lot of time telling each other why systems wouldn't work for us. <laughs> so that was the first thing. Uh, and then uh, Carter finally came to me and said, you know, I, th- I think this thing is going to work. I think we have to do this. And uh, I said, yeah, I think you're right. And it totally changed our business to the to the point now that um, Carter and I, if we choose to, don't even have to be involved on a daily basis here. At Spark Marketer now we are because we choose to most of the time, but if we travel and leave, we know that everything is getting taken care of, and it's it's because the people that we put in place, and the systems that we now have in place, and we have them from start to finish. They're never finished. We're always tweaking and looking to make them better. Um, but yeah, it made a it made a huge difference, and and that's one of the reasons we know this because all the stuff that we could have done, all the other stuff set aside uh it was great but until we got our systems in place our business really didn't run like a business
0: right so i want to throw this out you know one of the things i did and i want you and anyone listen to this if you email me i'm going to send you a free ebook of standardizing standard operating procedures again guys we don't write books to make money do we no, no. I <laughs> said, so, believe me, I don't see the three of us retiring on our book residuals. Okay, it's not all about that. But what we're trying to do is is help everybody in what they call dirty jobs. Okay, that's what Eleanor called it when I did a podcast earlier the other week. She called it dirty jobs, but it's working with your hands. And that was kind of like if you look the cover of the book we wrote about blue collar marketing. That was the original cover that I liked. It had one hand when we first designed the cover. And it come up, let's put three hands into this thing because that's what you've gotta do. But for the, those three hands gotta all know what the other hand's doing. And that's what systems allow you to do. It allows you to measure, it allows you to track, it allows you to reprimand if needed, it allows you to hire, it allows you to fire, the systems do everything, and like I said, this is common. I'm glad they said that. We fought this for six months. They even told me, "said it ain't gonna work in a marketing company." It's like, well, whatever. I talked myself blue in the face till one day you made the realization, and now you're you know the value of these type of things. It's like marketing. I I know how people lose. I know the things, but they need, still need the expertise of guys like you. It's like a lot of times I see somebody say, hey, I'm going to write my own website. Well, it's easy to write a website. It really is. But it's easy to go fishing, but it's also really easy to come home without no fish And if you don't have the right bait. And that's what that's what marketing is. Marketing is throwing bait out to the potential buyer, to your community. So we want to encourage everyone that's listening to this, take a look at your marketing. And here's the next thing. I've often said this. Way too much marketing only catches the attention of your competitor. Well, your competitor is not gonna buy from you. You have to think like your customer. You have to write the content that your customer is going to say, hey, that's a guy that I can use. That guy can solve my problem. And remember this is your marketing. Remember why people buy. 70% of people buy because they have a pain. So what does your marketing say about the pain that you're going to eradicate? 30% of people buy because they desire something. So which one do you want to go after? you got to go after both. But that means you've got to have the right marketing message. And one of the things in the cover we did, I tell, when we couldn't make a decision, I said, hey, let's get a focus group to look at this. Now, this was kind of scary, Carter, I'm going to tell you. You know why? Why is that? Because the focus group was your people. And to be honest with you, it's like, okay, this is going to be this, you know, let's hope this comes out. But, and then when it came back, well, we're going with the one with the three arms, like, thank God. And then it was like the focus group was what opened your eyes up of the way to look at it. So maybe that's what you guys have got to do that are listening to this. Do you have a focus group that you could ask the question of? And the focus group is not other people in the business. The focus group is people that would identify as your customers, say, yeah,
1: I'll buy that. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Jerry, it's been a, a great experience getting to write this book with you and um and get to share some of those thoughts about how marketing intersects with the operations and the systems of the business. To bring in the topics of discuss, the, the discussion around customer service and employees and culture and all of those things. And I mean, it, it feels like when we finished the book, we were talking about the tactics and the, the strategies and the things that you need to focus on with regard to marketing. But all of those things just interconnect so much, there's no way to have a conversation about marketing without talking about all those other things, which is why I think it was such a great experience writing this with you is because we got to bring marketing expertise, you got to bring those operations and systems expertise, and it ended up being a really good book. It's a real short book too, so I just wanna real quickly let people know where they can get it, because it is available now on Amazon, both as a paperback and the Kindle version. The name of the book is just Blue Collar Marketing from Startup to Success, the authors of the book are Jerry Eisenhower, Taylor Hill, and me, Carter Harkins. And uh, find that on Amazon and uh, get it. It's a real quick read, hour and a half, two hours. You'll be all the way through it. And you'll have some very specific guidance about what to start focusing on at whatever stage you are in your business. So get a copy of it today. And uh, Jerry, man, it's this has been fun. Well, let's give them another way to look it up in case they forget the name of the book. And the, All you got to do,
0: If you type Carter Harkins in, you'll find it in the Amazon search bar. If you type in Taylor Hill, you'll find it. If you type in Jerry Eisenhower, if you type it in, if you type in Carter Harkins, you'll see Blue Collar Proud in this. Right, Carter? Yeah, you will. Same with Taylor. If you type my name in, hey, you get to see my whole library also. So if you you forget the name of the book, just remember, just go to Amazon in the search bar, type our names in and it'll all come up for you. And the other thing is, if our books are helpful to you guys, we're gonna do what we asked you guys to do. We'd like for you to write us a review because that's one of the best things that we do that we can get to help get the word out. You guys agree?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So,
0: So just like we tell you, you gotta ask for those reviews I feel like if you read this book, I think we earned it. And we, I really do. I think there is that much information crammed. You know, it's not a. You know, books are meant to give you ideas, to give you concept. This is not a long book. Like I said, the day's goal in writing books is something you can read in less than a two-hour plane flight. That is the goal of book writing, and I didn't invent that. Do you know who told me that, uh, Carter? Who's that? Randy Pennington. Ah. Who is a New York Times bestseller? He said, The book writing industry is no longer what it used to be. Today, the goal is to write a book that can be digested in less than a two hour plane flight. So I thought you guys would be interested in hearing that. Well, it's we- not on. At one time, I was told that a book had to have 25,000 words in it. And that's not necessarily true because Dr. John Maxwell wrote one book that only has six words in it. So, get the books. Other books that we publish. We do this to help you guys. We want to see you succeed. When we see success, guys, that's like walking in a trophy room and seeing trophies on the walls. Do you guys feel that way when you're sitting there, blue collar proud? And you see these people that we've helped up on the wall?
1: Yeah, we love to help people grow, and and when they're willing to grow, we want to give them what they need to get there.
0: Yeah, we all welcome you as customers, but you know, hey. Our main thing is we want to help people like you that give us the courtesy and even more than that, the pleasure. And it's truly an honor to be able to share our ideas with you guys and to see people take these ideas and take them to fruitation. That right there, that's the legacy I want to leave. Absolutely. Jerry, thanks, man. This has been a great conversation. Anytime, brother. Anytime. You know, we're always available. And hey, you know, this is going to be, we've never done a joint podcast. So this is the first one of those. So I think this is going to be phenomenal because you can hear this on Blue Collar Proud and also on the Chimney and Fireplace Success Network. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And I want to thank you for joining this week here on... The Chimney and Fireplace Success Network brought to you each and every week by CBC Coaching. My name's Jerry Eisenhower. I hope you've enjoyed this segment today where we've talked with Taylor and Carter about our new joint book, Blue Collar Marketing from Startup to Success. And remember, if you want to get your copy, hey, just go to Amazon and type in Jerry Eisenhower in the search bar, or you can type in Carter Harkins, or you can type in Taylor Hill and you'll find us. So grab your copy today, it's an easy read, and once again, I want to thank you for joining me here on the Chimney and Fireplace Success Network, sponsored each week by CBC Coaching. You know, if you haven't checked in our programs lately, give us a look, see, we've got our new Basecamp education up, we've got all the services that we provide, business owners just like you, to help you take and turn those business dreams into your business realities. Join me next week, and I appreciate you being here today. As always, it's an honor, it's a pleasure, and it's a privilege to be able to share our ideas and our concepts with you. Thanks for joining us here each week at the Chimney and Fireplace Success Network, sponsored by CVC Coaching. Providing you the coaching and educational outreach services you need to move to your dream destination in business and in life.